0: to welcome you to real talk with Bella. Uh, I'm going to just shift the conversation right there Uh, (laughs) because you and I go back, probably my oldest son is 13 and we met when he was nine months. So we've known each other pretty much that long and you are now a, um, well, this is your second book, correct? Yeah. Um, My second full length book. Yes. So number one, congratulations. Uh, I am so thrilled for you and I can't wait for you to share with our audience what it's all about. Cause I feel like this is a very particular moment in time where it's like what we need to be reading right now. So take it away, Patty. <laughs> oh,
1: thank you, my love. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I um, You know, it's interesting because um, I feel like my business has come full circle and you've known me since the first brand. So it's um, in a way, although I didn't write this specifically for mothers, I think the primary person that needs to read it is most likely a woman who is balancing financial obligations with raising children. I think that that one point in in the trajectory of people's lives is the one that gets put in crisis on the most regular basis in a way that the book can meet it. So the book that's, that I just published is make space for magic. And the reason I wrote it was really because there was, um, I perceived over the last like six years or so, a projection onto me of people who didn't know me. Like you knew me, you probably could say like, you've seen me at some low points, but not everyone has. And there's an idea that people just come into gifts, come into manifestation, come into psychic intuitive gifts and, and it's natural and it's a flow and it's not, you know, and opening up to that magic is usually, it usually happens when the universe has you down on your knees. Yeah. And
0: I really <laughs> pretty, just- Pretty much,
1: yeah. 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 And I really just wanted a book that was honest yeah, about what that journey actually looked like for me. And it, it sprinkled in there are other client stories that are not quite as raw as mine because I would never do that to another person. <laughs> but, um, you know, to really let someone see, like, look, this is how- you let go. This is how you surrender. This is how you make space for magic. And it's okay that it's messy. Yeah.
0: And you know, it's very, it's interesting because pre pre pre-recording, we were having a conversation that has something to do with just that. And I have been, um, on this path of just, I mean, just the way that I have ultimately lived my life is just to um, learn from the mistakes, right. Uh, buckle up, suck it up, move forward and try to just do it better. And then the next day, uh, again, refocus, put your big girl panties on and do it again, because when you have a business and when you have a family, this is cyclical, right? Like it, it, this, just this, you don't just pick and choose the day that you get to be a mom <laughs> or own a business. I mean, you the business and you can end it or whatever, but, um, the part where I would like to focus the conversation is about the messy part. I think that we try to cover that up so much. And I think that we try to like pose and power pose. And um, really, I think that, and correct me if I'm wrong, you and I come from, I guess like an entrepreneurial school where that's what you had to show. I feel like you always had to power pose. You always had to have your poker face on. And if you were falling apart, it didn't matter because you just had to show up. And then if you were um, inclined to show some of those vulnerabilities or some of that messiness, then you weren't professional enough or you weren't to be taken seriously But we forget that all of those parts are what make us human. And it's something that I have, um, at least I believe that I, from the very beginning, uh, even starting out my own business journey was to kind of show just like you have, you know, there are all of these different dimensions of who we are as people. And when you have children, that turns into a completely, because then you're, (laughs) then you're you're posing and you're modeling for the humans that are coming up behind you and, and you have a responsibility with that. Um, but you speak to, you know, magic. And I know that you have some magical whoza happening <laughs> in your life, which I have experienced and I've had, um, you know, uh, the blessing to, um, encounter that. And I feel like, um, You know, it's so important to share it and to put it out in a way where now um, people can kind of, I guess, walk themselves through your own journey, right? So that they can maybe mirror what they may be going through or having gone through in their own lives to understand that it is okay. That, um, you know, the mess is part of it. uh, The chaos is part of it. And you always, always come out in the end, stronger, but you have to go through it. Right. The only way is through. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And, and also there's, I think this other subtext that we get as entrepreneurs and also as women, and especially when you have children or you're taking care of people, right? Because I think teachers without children have gotten this. I think we've seen all of our frontline workers have gotten this message is that when it's messy, you power through. And the message in this book really is, it wasn't until I gave up. It wasn't until I handed off. It wasn't until I said, I can't. Things that I had self-identified were flaws. In my old life because i used to be a corporate banker and then even in the earlier entrepreneurial journey like you know i concluded i didn't have enough grit i didn't have enough hustle whatever no actually no it's when you take the nap it's when you take the vacation even though you still aren't sure if the launch is working you know (laughs) it's when you do those things actually that's the space for magic It isn't until you stop doing that the divine can do anything for you. Yeah.
0: You know that I actually started to uh, realize the impact you mentioned napping and just kind of stopping. Um, I actually schedule now in my week a day where it's like no phone calls, no nothing, no anything. Um, Because um, from um, John Maxwell, I actually read one of his books where he said, you have to allow space for creativity. Otherwise, when are you going to tap into that? Right. Um, so you mentioned giving up, but I, I genuinely don't think that I would call it giving up. That's just me. Cause I know you well enough to know that. I don't think you, you simply let go of the flow to just allow what was meant to be, to come into your life and to come into your business how does it feel now? Obviously you wrote a book, but how does that feel um, for you to be in a position where you can um, talk about it? Cause that's like a big aha moment, you know, that I think a lot of women are still navigating through or, or hoping to come to into their own with that. How does that feel for you?
1: Well, I do want to comment what you just said. So the reason I specifically say the words giving up yeah. is because in the moment that you do it, of the time, even once you learn this skill, you are going to in the moment think you're giving up. So Mm -hmm. I actively use that term because that's not what it is. But if you're listening and you're at the point where you're like, I'm just going to give up. I just want you to understand there may be a sacred impetus in there that it's Because we've been so conditioned to action our success, that almost always when you're like, "I can't go any further," you conclude that you're giving up. Excuse me. As my as my nose runs in the eyes. So, how it feels right now? Actually, it's funny because I am going through a very similar place where um, I've been offered the message through divine guidance, that the Mm. only thing I should be doing is talking about the book and I should not be creating anything else. I should not be actioning anything else. And it's very fascinating because there's a part of me that feels like not enough (laughs) in that space. Like I'm having to watch the thing I talk about in the book play out in my effed up mind, you know? So It's, it feels a couple of things when I actually physically hold the book, Mm -hmm. I, I truly feel the goodness in it. I truly feel the goodness. Cause I have, like you said, I had another book, but it was a how to book Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's a good book. It teaches, it does exactly what it's meant to do, but this feels like love to me. And I, and I really put a lot of my heart into it. And so what it feels like is like, good job, Patty. (laughs)
0: and but you know what there was power in that and I think that we have to get I actually just had this conversation with um a powerhouse of a woman on um I believe we were I was here Friday um I think it was Friday yes Friday um and it doesn't matter it just yeah I've lost track uh, of time um but it was she said to me she's like one of the things that I have learned to admire about you is that you allow yourself to congratulate yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, in you saying that, there is, I can't help but reiterate it just because to anyone who may be listening, you know, that little thing that feels like you just ran a marathon is um something that, as small as it may seem, is a pat on the back, is a good job. Patty, Vanessa, whoever it may be, because we are not used to acknowledging, recognizing, celebrating our wins for even because we're we're used to just celebrating the big ones, right? Like or, you know, congratulating ourselves for the big ones. Um, however, to get to the big one, it took many small victories, right, to get there. So and we forget that. So I do commend you. I think that um, it's interesting to hear you say, that that's the only thing that you're supposed to be doing is talking about your book right now. Um, and it has to be, you're saying interesting in my head. I'm like, that has to be hard. I know, I know you (laughs) Has to be a struggle because I would feel like, but I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing anything else than this. Like it has to be challenging for sure. And and not just
1: that is I can talk to my you know myself about the book. Someone has to actually be willing to talk to me like you, so it's not even like up to me. Yes, like,
0: yes, 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 yes.
1: Hopefully, somebody yeah. wants to talk about yeah. this book.
0: So, in a nutshell, who is this book for? This book for? Um, what is your intention, and how can we get our hands on it? Yes. Yeah, so the
1: I mean the book is written so that it's easy to read. So let me just say, you can pick it up. So from a, just if you're the type of person that likes to consume books, this Mm -hmm. one will be an enjoyable process, but the core reader is a woman in midlife who is balancing financial responsibility and caretaking and does not feel like she remembers how to have fun is feels overwhelmed, even though she's taken every step she can think to take to like, time manage or organize, or just try and do as many things as possible. Right. So if that's you and you, you don't actually believe magic is for you, like, you don't know, like even what magic is, there's magic in the world. I doesn't work for me.
0: Yeah.
1: The books for you.
0: Um,
1: and you know, I, like I said, I wrote it really just so that people could experience this opening up through storytelling. But someone just asked me the other day in an interview, when someone shuts, when they get to the last page and they're about to close the book, what's the, the thing you most want them to have?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I really, I hadn't considered that, that question that way. And I realized I just want, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I really just want the reader to know how much the divine actually likes loves her as yeah. she is right now, like
0: yeah.
1: nothing different. Yeah, Because I think when we drop into that safety yeah. of being held and loved, half the, the decisions we're making that are getting in the way of magic or life or happiness or fun fade away. Yeah, So that's that question answered.
0: That's, um, that's a loaded answer just because I could do three hour conversation on that alone. Um, just because I lived through, I know I personally lived through a moment where I had to accept, I think that that comes from women who have been used to being, um, in a position of, uh, just like you said, providing caretaking, um, being responsible. And when you are faced with, um, and I know that I face it with my spouse, like being taken care of was really hard for me, really, really hard for me. Um, still to this day, I have, um, conversations where I try, like I'll revert to like behavior. Right. Um, that was, but I had to like reteach myself, to Okay, I no longer am the one that has to blah, 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 you know, like I have to re, um, <laughs> regroup in my head. Um, but what you said, um, that has brought you to tears is something that um, I am trying in the work that I also do, not just personally, but through Bella and with having conversations with women like you is to normalize what divinity actually is, right? Like this isn't some weird thing that we're just like pulling out of our asses and like it exists and it exists for everyone. And the minute that you allow yourself to tap into its power, Um, because yes, people I think have just preconceived notions of what the word magic may be or the divine or your unit, the source or whatever, Um, you could call it what it is. You know, I remember having this conversation with my husband a while back about a belief. Cause when we met, he has like, well, I don't believe in God and I don't blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't care if you believe in a tree, dude, as long as you believe in something that is out there, that is bigger than you, because you, we individuals, the humane, right. We, the, the human being, we couldn't have done all of this <laughs> on our own. So, um, but that, again, that's a whole nother like Pandora's box that you open up and you have to be willing to just be open to the possibility. So I am, um, super excited and thrilled for you on this new journey that you're on. Um, just because I know that, um, as any process goes, whoever needs to read it well, and they will get, um, what, Uh, is intended for them through the power of your book, through the power of the divine. And I can't wait to get my hands on it as well uh, and plow through it um, because I know you and I know, um, I think, I believe I've said this to you before, but for those of you who may be listening and don't know Patty, Patty was the first entrepreneur that I met who gave me permission to be a mom and an entrepreneur. Like she said, girl, (laughs) This is not because I was struggling with separating. And I remember a conversation you and I had, and I don't know if you remember that, but we were in, in the city at a saver meeting. And in that moment, I went home with your words and just completely shifted in my behavior around how I conducted myself with. My family and my business just, um, it kind of just made it okay. Like this was okay. Like I could do this because I was still getting questions Well, who's watching the kids while well, you're out now? And I'm like, ah, ah, I guess I should be the one. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, babysitter or my husband, or, you know, like, and I started to place things where they went. How can people get a copy of your book? How can people learn more about the incredible work that you do? Because we cannot end without sharing that. Well,
1: thank you. So you, if you go to pattylenning.com forward slash make space for magic order button is there but you can get it at any retailer so amazon barnes and noble at your local bookstore just um but the reason you want to go to that link that i just gave you is underneath where you order the book you'll see the prompt to add your name and email address and we're offering a ton of bonuses during our launch period so if you go order the book Come back, give us your name, email, address, and receipt number. You will get all the bonuses. Again, it's pattylennon.com forward slash make space for magic and Patty's with a Y. <laughs> and um, the other place to catch me is on my podcast, Space for Magic, which you can get through any um, of the, if there is an app out there that will host a podcast, yes, you're I on am on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> And you can also go to pattyland.com forward slash podcasts and you'll see all the episodes there.
0: Amazing. Patty, I cannot thank you enough for spending uh, a little bit of time with me today. I congratulate you once more for this. And I can't wait to see where you continue to go. Because, girl, you are, um, you continue to amaze me and you continue to amaze, I'm sure, everyone uh, who loves you because that's what you've always represented is love and what moving forward looks like. Because it's, constant motion. So congrats. I'm so happy for you.
1: Thank you, Vanessa, for listening.